Do you have students who show leadership potential in your ministry? Are you looking to develop or strengthen your student leadership program? DYM would love to invite you to our Student Leadership Conference. It's this summer in three locations, Southern California, Granger, Indiana, and Atlanta, Georgia. Each conference is taught by Doug Fields and Josh Griffin and other DYM friends. Check out studentleadershipconference.com for more details, including pricing, dates, and exact location. We'd love to see you this summer. This DYM podcast is brought to you by The Orange Conference, a three-day conference in Atlanta, Georgia for your entire ministry team. Maximize your influence on the spiritual growth of the next generation as we explore this year's theme, what it means to be for our neighbors. Register today or learn more at theorangeconference.com. This DYM podcast is brought to you by LeaderTrex. Go to serve, return ready to lead. On a LeaderTrex mission trip, you'll serve and get out of your comfort zone. And through the program, your students will learn how to lead. They will bring that leadership and confidence back to your youth ministry, and it will make a difference for the rest of the year. Learn more and sign up at leadertrex.org. And since we love DYM, listeners always get 10% off resources by using the code DYM10 at leadertrex.org. That's DYM10 at leadertrex.org. I'm, I just am missing some chips. Yeah. Well, let's let's right. introduce the show and then we can silently pass these out so we can. Great. I'm not going to be talking at all on this show. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Hey! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Download Youth Ministry <laughs> Podcast. Doug this, Fields here. We're giddy. Episode 309. That's Josh, who's giddy. Hello. Jason yes. Carson, senior pastor, supertone, male model, uh, Star Wars, Star Wars yes. something. Star Wars. Got a little Boba Fett. And a little uh, bit. Oh, Allison has Hello. stepped in just Yay. on the last second. We had to get the yeah. show started. We couldn't wait for Katie. Anymore. Don't know where Katie is, but she's missing a great day. Seriously. And here's the deal. Um, we Well, first of all, let's thank our sponsors. We have great yeah. sponsors. Orange, orange, which is our orange, primary sponsor sponsor and um if you want to join dym at orange we're all going to be there yeah we are from now until march 22nd you can get 50 dollars off your orange conference registration when you use the code here it is oc17 dym wow that's great all right no one's gonna guess orange conference 2017 DYM. I get it. I no, get it, Doug. No, it's not 2000. <laughs> well, you know what? OC17 DYM. OC17 DYM. Plus, you receive $20 off the You Lead Labs okay. if you register before March 16th. Now, the conferences bucks. are uh, April uh, 26th to 28th in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. And um, Josh is going to be speaking. I'm going to be speaking. Yep. Katie's going to be speaking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jason is going to be doing the live podcast with us. Home, yeah. home of the Super Bowl champion. Oh, wait. No. Oh, oh, too soon. Oh, dear. Oh, They're ahead 28-3. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Anyway, so um, Orange. Go to Orange. Super, super Woo. grateful for you. Yeah. And uh, we also have our YM360 sponsors and Leader Tracks. Yeah. And Leader Tracks. Allison has been, we have three or four other people that are kind of lining up to yeah. be the third spot, but we want to oh, be yeah. really picky on this one. I'm holding out for someone to buy me a puppy. The first person to offer <laughs> me a puppy. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. You can be the fourth sponsor. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> 
because well, I'm just saying we've got we've got to, we're gonna allow. When Ooh. do we do you think we'll announce the new sponsor? I talked to the representative last night, and he said a week to ten days we should have the some final solid information. Right. Amazing! And let All me right. just tell you, it's gonna Yankee be awesome. Candle coming in hot. Looking right it is at gonna you. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so if you're, taco, so if you're not even a smile from Elliot on that one. If you're watching this, if you're watching this, you'll notice that our table is filled. Yes, it is filled with uh, right, our tacos. favorite things. Oh, but tacos. Yeah. And These so what happened is, oh my goodness. we got this from, and I'm just literally, I'm what five minutes ago. This is so uh, rad. Just um, now. by yes. JD Miller, and it says, "Can we taco about me coming to DYM 100?" Yeah, we can. Amazing. We can talk about it. JD. Yeah, talk about it. Well, let me taste one Look of these. Look at my board, Mike. JD has spent some significant dough I want carnitas. to oh. bribe us yeah, with the uh, DYM 100 place. Put a little lime. We each have our tray of <laughs> 10 tacos. Yeah, this, this is a, great a genius. No, it's very, Josh, very clever. Take some chips. Thanks. <laughs> oh dear. Look, now senior pastor's gonna—he's gonna, he's gonna yeah, walk out of here right afterwards, and uh, I'm but gonna it is delicious. Oh, it's delicious. Tacos um, and Co is one of my favorites. Hey, JD, brilliant. JD, you're in. Okay. That was a delicious. Oh gosh, I was, I was, chip. My boat's yes. We haven't even seen. Well, the question is, what type of bribe would it take? And I would say 40 tacos qualifies as that. Well, I mean, that's a good 40 showing. tacos. This is the best bribe we've ever had. This is the most incredible. I vote yes. And is this and like the, X Factor? We all voice? get a vote? Yeah. Oh, the voice. The voice. Well, the fact My chair just American spun people? around for J.D. Miller. Okay, go ahead. Josh, you're a yes. Allison? I'm a yes, yes. I am a yes. He was so cool as we sneakily set this up. I really like him. Yeah. Uh, and I would, say, I would give it a, a hard yes. Because... No one's going to be able to replicate this, right? This is this. You're is, gross. <laughs> what is he doing? I just combined two tacos into one. Now there's 17 over there. Scooping. I just it. feel like if anyone does it now, they just are copying. Like this was very hmm. original. This was a, a huge mm -hmm. move by JD. Mm -hmm. So you have mm -hmm. three yeses in the in the deciding vote over here. <laughs> are you the Simon Kell? <laughs> is Elliot the deciding vote? No. I, oh, okay. I want to say. Oh, do you want a taco? I want to say it sure puts him in strong contention. But, Wait, you're not a yes. Well, Josh, here's the deal. If you can buy your way in, <laughs> oh, like uh -huh. we have to find out, is J.D. Miller a member? Or is he even a Christian? And that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can come to DMI 100 and not Send be a Send me a puppy, show. J.D., and then we'll talk. <laughs> There's going to be chip dust all over the ground. I'm stepping on chips that Jason threw. Anyway, oh, dear. Very, very well played. JD 100. Cheers to the Carnitas Tacos. Those of you that listen to the podcast, we have... Hundreds mm -hmm. of people who are going to apply. No joke. And this will cool. actually post after the applications go out. Oh wow! So you should have got the application. So it's too late. Mm -hmm. It's too late. Yeah, you're hearing this. If you're hearing our voice, the world is over. World's in. You can sign up for to be notified when DYM 2018, DYM 128. I would like to be signed up for more of these tacos. Oh yeah. This is, uh, Where are the I chips? think J JD's got to be in. This is from Jeremy Nelson. Still vote yes. Jeremy Nelson says, uh, sadness, I've tried many times, I've been unable to continue my long, lonely road to rewinding from episode 216 to 201 on iTunes. The audio podcasts do not work. I'll continue the trek, but will be slowed down significantly because I can't use YouTube to play the videos while I work out, shovel snow, do housework, drive, etc. I think the meme says it all below, which is sadness, sadness everywhere. <laughs> um, oh. 
Jeremy, who went to DYM 100, mm-hmm. uh, is from Indianola. Oh, Josh, Indianola. do we, do we oh, not yeah. have those on the... I don't know what he's talking about. We have every episode to a certain point that are on there. Yeah. There are a few missing. We are aware. We're working on it. That feels like somebody who could figure that out and get them on iTunes, they could go to DYM. I'd let them. I'd let JD Ooh. Miller in then and only then. <laughs> no, he's he moves to the top. Oh, we need man. to keep this. Can you talk about us in our list of when all those names come in? Great. JD, some um, people are going to do like a video submission. That's nice. How yeah. about forty tacos? I really like. Since the- last time we were together, we tried a Facebook Live. Yeah, we did. And um, Facebook Live was a little bit of a disaster. Fadi's internet. Yeah. And yeah. Um, uh, Drew, did you know about that? Drew's here visiting youth pastor. Hi, Drew. Are you on Hi, Facebook? I don't often go on. No. Yeah, that's right. We, oh, have a, we have a community page, and then we have a secret DYM 100 page. Uh-huh. And uh, Josh and I tried a Facebook Live here at DYM headquarters. Yeah, doesn't work. And, um, and it didn't work. It stalled a few times, and then we went and took it on the road, and we did a drive-through was great. to Wendy's, and that worked. So, so Sprint came through, but Fadi's internet, not so much. Yeah, Kyle Ooh. Creel says, um, also, you need to do the Facebook Live thing again. I missed it because Jonathan Meyer had a youth workers luncheon on the same day. It was good, but probably not as awesome as what we <laughs> oh, missed gosh. out on. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. That's, that's uh, true. Jonathan's pretty um, good guy, too, though. I have a question here about a coffee shop, and it was from Justin Minter, hmm. who's the next-gen pastor at the Ridge Community Church. He's a DYM100 alumni. And I want to say thank you so much for the great time at the conference. It's cool getting to meet you guys. Thanks, Doug, for calling me out about being the lame youth pastor for sending just my wife and a few girls to student leadership conference. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be there this year. Which, by the way, that actually, that you go helps. to student leadership that conference, helps. that helps your entrance into the DYM Absolutely. 100. Sure. Um, thank you for all you do and the work you put into DYM and making a difference in youth ministries everywhere. But Justin, and I want to say this to others, and the reason I'm reading this, it's a specific about a coffee shop question. This type of question is a perfect question for the DYM community page. Yes. A coffee shop question is? Yeah, because basically they've been given money to help start a coffee shop to reach oh. people out. And basically, like, what ideas, what what have you done with a coffee shop? I'm like, that's well, going to yeah. be relevant to 1%. We'll put, we'll put it on the Facebook group. Well, are we going to put it on the Facebook group? Uh, or? Allison, maybe. Elliot, what what are your job description exactly? Is that? I have a friend at. um, He's just over there shirtless, bathing in the sun of a Yankee candle. Um, In the sun of a Yankee candle. I know we're going to go to lunch afterwards, but now that I have eaten a couple tacos, do you want to come over here and get some? Yeah, uh, here, get on the show. Elliot, do you want to eat some? I have a question. How many tacos can I eat before I'm going to be shamed on this podcast? You know what? JD. There's no shame in here, but I can't eat and. J.D. Miller needs to give us some napkins. Yeah, time. We, just we got any napkins over there? Yeah, there's napkins right here. Yeah. We might <laughs> you call this. Do you want to we might, Yeah, we might call this the J.D. Miller show. We may oh, call this the disaster oh, show oh, if you guys are not paying attention. Okay, I'm paying attention. Here we go. This Coffee is from question. Got it. Kara Woodworth. Kara says, hope you're doing well. I've been listening to your podcast for a few months now, and I found it a huge part of the self-care part of my week after youth nights. I've enjoyed listening to you and hearing the advice that you have to give about every aspect of youth mystery. Here we go. I've struggled for a while trying to write my question, mostly because the obvious answer is 
quote, girl, you just need to spend time with Jesus. But outside of that answer, I'm pretty much at a loss. To give context to my question, in the past six months, I've gotten married, I've moved out of my home state, away from family and friends, and everyone I have ever known, started a job as a youth pastor at my new church, where it's basically building a youth group from scratch. And if that wasn't enough, I've just found out that my dad's brain cancer seems to be growing again. That said, my question is, how do you find the motivation to continue your work as youth pastor when life gets extremely difficult? Mm. There are many emotions at play and I struggle with keeping my emotions in check so that way I can do what I feel like I'm called to do. I do love my job. I enjoy working with the staff of my church, but wow, life gets hard and sucks the life out of you sometimes. Hmm. Hmm. Thanks that for what intense. you do. Jeez. Wow. Thank you. That is a lot of change in a Who short wants to jump in? I would just encourage her, boy, when, when life is that brutal, I don't know what kind of team she has around her. But boy, to open up and share that stuff and to say, hey, guys, this season I'm in right now is yeah. so brutal. Can you help mm-hmm. me? Um, nothing. No shame in that. No yeah. shame in saying, hey, I'm going through a rough time and just need some help from the body of Christ. And uh, can can we rally? And, um, and in the meantime, don't feel like you have to do everything. Don't feel like you have to solve all the problems and save the world and work extra long days. I mean take care of your family. Well, and I think there's a yeah. value in transparency yeah. too. Like I think people view <clears throat> youth workers, pastors, whatever with this, like they have everything together, everything's perfect and nothing ever goes wrong. And so I think a little bit of it is lean, lean into the reality of it and be honest with where you're at too. I think that's okay. Yeah. And there, I would imagine at my church, there are quite a few elders and elders, wives and parents that are prayer warriors that would, in addition to whatever sort of team is around her, would rally around her and pray yeah. and care for her in this time. Yeah. I um, Hey, we all go through seasons. Some seasons are more, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, transition, moving away, new church, dad with brain cancer. You know, this yeah. is a heavy load that you're carrying right now. And um, you're, you know, in the midst of that, your kids are also watching are. how you respond in the midst of that that mm-hmm. crisis. And so, um, I'd encourage you to be as transparent as you feel like you can be. Ask for prayer. These are all good. But just also know that you know this season's going to pass, yeah. and um, you're, you know you'll be all right. I mean, yeah. And in the marathon of youth ministry, that's okay. In a sprint, yeah. this is like you're done. It's over. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. throw in the towel. In the marathon, you go. There's going to be moments where you want to quit running. Yeah, which mm-hmm. and you is need to every walk. moment for me in a marathon. Yeah. But yeah, you need to walk. You need to yeah. slow down. You need mm-hmm. to lean, lean on other people to help carry you even for part of it. And so in the marathon, this is part of the journey. In a sprint, it's you're done. A game over. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jason, pray for her, would you? I would love it. Okay. Like it. Lord, we just lift up care to you right now. Um, everyone unified, the whole body of Christ watching and listening and we just lift her up, God. We know that sometimes life gets so difficult and so full and so overwhelming. And right now we just pray that the Spirit of God would just fall all over Kara and that your peace that surpasses all understanding would guard her heart and her mind, Lord. I know that the enemy would love to just pick her off and discourage her and make her feel um, that she can't do it because of all this stuff on her plate. I just I pray that you would just speak life and peace to her and give her the motivation she needs, Lord, that you would be her source, that every day she would remember to remain attached to the vine and uh, empowered by you. So we thank you, God. We give you the glory. And just uh, without even knowing, Kara, we all just, are, this whole community, we love her and thank you for her in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want you to pray for me. 
Seriously? That was, that was, that was great. Good. Wow, thanks. I want dude. you to what pray for him. I've had one taco. Look how many sent. Yeah. No, I shared. I gave you two. We stopped eating during Kara's question. <laughs> yeah. I just want, like, in serious. true deference to. Do you want a taco? The importance. Here, it's all this. protein, bro. Hey, Jason. I got you. Yes. Whoa, now he's in. Elliot's in the game now. Elliot. Oh, that's a bad throw. Show your face. Show your face. This is from. This is from Mark Kassler. Hmm. He's the high school director at Eastside Christian Australian. Church. Also DYM100. Also DYM100. Raw mm -hmm. that night. Kassler. <laughs> First off, I just want to let you know how thankful I am for DYM, including Elliot. What? Fadi, shout out to Elliot. Yeah. and Allison. I was lucky enough to attend uh, part of the first ever DYM. How fun are the DYM 100? Seriously. This is cool. He's awesome. I like it. There's a connection. You, We all know this guy because he's left day two because of a family emergency. Oh, Remember? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, my uh -huh. goodness. And Jason, you sought him out yeah, to absolutely. pray with him. We and and can honestly say that Love every that single member of your team encouraged me and came alongside of me during one of the most difficult times of my life. I've never oh. felt so loved and cared for about uh, by people that I've just met as I did a DYM 100. DYM mm -hmm. is the best deal in youth ministry and listening to the podcast is definitely one of the best parts of my week. I'm a rewinder and officially all caught up. Yeah. Hopefully a soon-to-be DYM contributor. Can he help That's the other guy nice. with episodes 201 no. to 216? <laughs> because he had to leave early and had a he should a come back in. Tragedy. Yeah. Should, should we let him back no, in? He or? came. He came the next day. He did, but it was a that was a but he had to leave for part of it. For him. Yeah. Yeah. He was there for half of it. Yeah. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> <laughs> let him in the That's door. That's funny. Your time is he is Here's local. He could miss. drive down. <laughs> he is adorable. Uh, wait, I said <laughs> he's also adorable. Oh dear. Let the record show. He says uh, the high school ministry that he runs only meets on Tuesday nights with the high school students attending the main service on the weekends oh, cool. and serving throughout the church. I've been pushing for about two years now for ways to make the high school ministry more visible, i.e. signage, a booth or something along those lines on the weekends, but have received continuous pushback. It's difficult for first-time high school students during the weekend services to connect with the high school ministry because of the lack of visibility as to what's available for them. I would love some of your wisdom as to maybe a better way to approach the need to make the high school ministry more visible or any guerrilla marketing ideas that you have on your own. Hmm. I'll now, jump in Allison, on this. Okay, but I, Allison, I know this you, one. You're a volunteer at your church. I am. The high school doesn't meet on... Correct. We're in the same situation. The high school ministry meets Thursday nights and we all attend the 11 a.m. Sunday morning service together. Uh, we have a very specific place that we sit in the service. Like and we all section? These front two rows cool. on the right-hand side, and everybody has HSM shirts. All the leaders are asked to wear our shirts and our name tags and stand on the patio before service so that we're I able like to that. look for high school students and invite them to sit with us. And then about... Every other week or so, um, our church is right across from the local mall. And so we mob the mall is what we call it. And after service, we kind of wander around and invite high school students to go to the food court with us at the mall and have lunch. So there's a pre-service ask. Wow. They can sit with us during service. If they choose to sit with their family or not, then they can come to lunch with us afterwards. And then we always invite yeah, them back to Thursday night. Right there. That's it. There, there you go. Amazing. My one contribution. That's... I'm going to eat another taco. Yeah. <laughs> As well, you should. <laughs> That was really good. I think it would be great for you to walk with somebody from the parking lot into the sanctuary, worship center, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and go, you're a first-time guest. You have a teenager. In this experience, from this point, in through the foyer, at narthex, whatever it is in your church, and to the worship center, and out, you will not realize we have a high school ministry or junior high ministry. There's no visibility. And I would, I would, 
I would have them see that on a Sunday morning. Now, I would say this. I fought this battle for a long time. I worked in churches that have a lot of things cooking. And so youth ministry falls down to the very bottom of the promotional ladder. Mm -hmm. So this is also part of the reality of it, too, is this is where youth ministry ranks. And I do like the guerrilla style. We even assign some volunteers to go into the sanctuary and just look for teenagers, look for new families, look and hand them info cards and invite them to youth group and say, hey, we have high school ministry. Have you heard about it? Actually, it's going on right now in down in the youth room. And that was a really powerful tool, too. Mm -hmm. Hard to sustain. Yeah, quite Absolutely. honestly, well, it's a drag. Results are, <clears throat> results are pretty really tough. Really tough. But much better to have a teenager doing that. Oh yeah. And to have a um, an adult like, hey, are you are you a teenager? Hey, are you yeah. a teenager? <laughs> Come on with hey, me. Kid, I'll buy you a Slurpee. Yeah, but it's a, a free it's a candy. Group of kids or a couple of kids go in and go. Hey, what grade are you in? Oh, you're 11th grade. Come, mm -hmm. on. Come to the high school ministry with exactly. us. Exactly. What high school? Oh, I do too. Come on. Yeah, it's so much better. So the, a couple of ideas, but I would say this. I know the pain and youth ministry is on that bottom rung, and that is a very, very frustrating place to be. I wonder if a slide in the pre-service rotation is oh. an option once a month even, maybe not on a regular basis, yeah, like but notifying where to find or you or where to find other students during that service. I'd, I'd market parents. Hmm. Because parents want their kids, most of them want their kids connected. Mm -hmm. Is I would uh, I would market the parents and say, is your kid connected? Mm -hmm. Whether it's a screen, whether it's something in the yeah. bulletin, whether it's an announcement, or get on stage as yeah. often if as you, you have can a teenager. Yeah, if you have a teenager who's not connected, we'd love to help you get him or her connected. That's great. You know, meet because sometimes it all it takes is a phone call and a parent. Well, you know, I'm thinking, you know, when my own kids would be. Dad, don't talk to anybody about that. Or I'm okay. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> so you call and say, look, my daughter doesn't want me to say anything. Would you make a contact with her? Yeah. Totally. We'll be sitting on the right side of the yeah. worship center. Come on <laughs> yeah, in. definitely. <laughs> Come in the auditorium. Find me. I'll be wearing a red rose in my teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is from Zane. <laughs> Can I say nothing yeah. to add into that, but I, I will say from Mark, that, that guy's awesome. And mm -hmm. that was my favorite moment of DYM. Uh, there was two guys. This is how cool the body of Christ is. Two guys at the DYM 100 that went out with me to your garage that final night that we met, mm -hmm. right? And we and we just prayed over That's Mark right. and had the oh, most awesome. uh, the coolest time. And it was just so amazing. Here we're in the middle of the best conference ever, and two guys that didn't know Mark just surrounded him and said, "Yeah, let's go pray for him." And I got to be a part of that. So it's cool. So rad. It was amazing. Um, I yeah. actually remember that because I walked in my garage to get like a trash can or something like and that. Naked. Which was <laughs> So <laughs> awkward for all of us. Well, there's a lot of uh, skinny That got right Elliot. Yeah. He did like that joke. <laughs> oh, I was naked or you guys were praying naked? <laughs> oh, dear. I just want to be vulnerable before God. That's oh, all. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Well, okay, so it's one in. way to get attention. I remember. That was awesome. Going, what are they doing in our, what are they doing in our garage? Well, no. J.D. Miller might have just got bumped for Mark. That's a good story. Oh, because you think he's so adorable. He's adorable. <laughs> you think he's adorable. <laughs> Mark's a good dude. Okay, here's, He's a, great, a, good here's a great dude. question. Okay. Um, a lot of great questions. And continue to send your questions in to podcast at downloadyouthministry.com. <laughs> podcast at downloadyouthministry.com. Jump the gun a little bit there. He loves yeah. it. Yeah, just saying. last time I missed it, in one second, and That's Doug true. Fields called me out on it. Yeah. It was, He's ruthless. I never want to make that mistake again. You miss oh, your cue, you you you're in trouble. All over you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It says, um, please don't. Use my name, John. I love all four of you. I believe in DYM. I love being a part. I am a person that gets stuff done. The phrase, quote, you have thinkers and you have doers. I've always seen myself as a doer. I'm However, a doer. 
I do enjoy thinking and dreaming. I push my staff for excellence and the people around me. And I'm not afraid to work hard to make our ministry great because our students deserve the best. Here's my question. Because I've proven myself to be someone who gets things done and gets them done well, I continue to be given more and more. When recently asked if I could help the men, I was recently asked if I could help the men's schedule their yearly calendar. What the crap do they need me for that? <laughs> I've been TC. I like this guy already. I've mm-hmm. been given uh, responsibility over ministries to help them, quote unquote, fix them and get them functioning on the same level like the student ministry. Recently, I had to fire a student ministry staff member who wasn't fulfilling their job description and really didn't want to. It was a long process. I don't want to do it again. Because of that, we have a staff member in the children's ministry that needs to be let go for negligence <laughs> and theft, and they oh, want me to step gosh. in and handle the situation. Oh. I'm not bragging. I'm just frustrated because I feel like if I say no, um, I'm in a lose-lose situation with the senior leadership. I've said no in the past, and it's been received negative that I'm not a team player. But I feel like I'm being taken advantage of because I know how to get stuff done. I feel like I'm being taken advantage of that no one has the backbone to handle tough situations. I don't want the reputation as the guy that fires people. It sucks. It's not fun. Any advice? You guys ever been in a situation like this? When do I ask for a raise? (laughs) (laughs) Right now. now. There's going to be some money about to be freed up from the children's ministry. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) his other position. I like what this guy has to offer. He sounds like a real joy to work for. I will tell you that. (laughs) I'm a doer. You can come work at Encounter. That's what I was going to say. Are we hiring a DYM? Because this guy sounds like a dream. I know, because I was going to say three of the four of us at this table are get stuff done people. That is true. Um, Ouch, I would definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you're a senior pastor, don't put yourself in that. I'm just thinking you should plant a church. My gosh, a guy with that kind of resource. Oh, that's a good word right there. Wow. He could, yeah. Or he could stay in youth ministry where more effectively reach people. (laughs) Lord's will. Yeah. Wow. No, everybody around here is get it done, do it. People have been given more responsibility. That I mean, when I read that, I went, that was my life at Saddleback. Yeah, mm-hmm. output is, is valued. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can remember, you know, Rick Warren saying, "I want you to do on the weekends for adults what you've done with teenagers." Like, okay, we want oh. we want to create that environment. You know, it's a great compliment. Yeah, it's a great compliment. But then you know, we've said this on the podcast many times. Mm-hmm. You don't add more to your plate without getting some concession. Yeah. I mean, there are times where you just need to like, okay, if it's fire the guy that stole something. Great. That's not a tough conversation. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. might be tough, but go ahead and get it done. Yeah, walk That's in, not adding more to your plate week, week in, week out. Do those types of things. But when you're when you're saying yes and it adds something to your plate that is every single week, yeah. that's a different conversation. So mm-hmm. I don't think that means you're not a team player. You're just trying to be – you're trying to have boundaries and um, you can be a team player on those situations that are going to kind of be one and dones. You know, help out. Yeah. Yeah. Fix it. Get out of there. Yeah, I do. I like that. One and done versus the recurring, ongoing. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I wonder if he, with the calendar situation, when it comes to the men's ministry, if you if he could teach a 15-minute over lunch, here's how to plan your ministry calendar kind of a thing for a few ministry leaders, as opposed to this slow word of yeah. mouth spread that this guy is well, awesome. I like, I like the idea of coming in, helping him with planning, and then, getting a, then being able to leave. 
Yeah. Because if they're saying, and come to men's ministry and the breakfast and the whatever, I think where you can dip in, that's where you win. You give them your skills, your talents, your insight, and then you pull right back out of there. And say... And for your help today, I would like for you to run this barbecue for student ministries next I like weekend. It. I like it. Well, I do think, too, at a certain point, you're going to need a tile change and you're going to be an associate pastor because you're starting to run weight, you know, life development, something, because you're really leaving youth ministry mm-hmm. to do so much more, including youth ministry. So I think you do need to be careful to go, where is God calling me and how am I shaped and what am I supposed to do? Because this is getting much, much more broad than I feel it was originally, at least. Agreed. Yeah. Cool. Um, this is from Joel Friend. He is a good friend. Yeah, seeking infinite wisdom <laughs> on all things related friend? to youth ministry. But before I ask the question, I want to tell you that I was a part of the Doug and Josh Facebook Live epic fail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like watching a car wreck where everyone was okay, but the vehicles were totally mangled. <laughs> I think people who went through that experience should either get T-shirts that read, I survived Josh and Doug's Facebook Live fail, but all I got was this T-shirt offer. It's a fun idea. Or an instant pass to D. YM100. Not a chance. No, no, J.D. Miller. No J.D. That. Miller's got a chance. Yeah. Yep. He says, just kidding. Thanks for your constant efforts to serve youth workers. Here's the question. <laughs> what are your thoughts on changing up a youth ministry style of program in order to spend uh, certain seasons reaching out to other seasons intentionally discipling? So we're a youth ministry, about 25 middle school, 25 high school that meet back to back on the same night. There's strong discipleship components to our current program that may have a tough time reaching unchurched students, but we want to continue equipping our students to share the gospel with their friends. Our program could shift in order to accommodate an unchurched student, but that may rattle our current students who are used to deeper discipleship. I was thinking about breaking our seasons down by twos. Two years reaching out, two years deeper discipleship. I definitely want to cast the vision at the start of both of these seasons and include students and parents in the process. Is that realistic or a pipe dream? And thank you, Josh, for spending time with me after your session at the Pittsburgh Youth Workers Conference. I intentionally skipped my breakout session to hang with you, and it was an encouragement (laughs) talking to you. Remember, if you invite me out for DYM100, you've got free Outback Steakhouse dinner coming with me. Okay. Now that's a strong play. I'm, I'm savoring four. the taste of tacos. Had he ended it by saying, you've got a Joel friend and me, <laughs> I might have been more inclined <laughs> to extend an invitation. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a great pick. Always ready for a pun. Wow. So he wants to change the style of his program to be more was evangelistic. Yeah, what it sounds like you're saying is, do I do two years of kind of Wednesday night evangelism, one year of two years of deeper discipleship? And... Uh, you know, what, what do you think? Just philosophically, what do you think about changing style of your your programming in order to reach different types of kids? Yeah, I like that idea. I think I think there's there's no nothing wrong with that. You have a vision for what could be, and there will be pain, there will be pushback, there will be naysayers. People, you need to have a very articulate, clear vision of where you want to go and why, and why, and then you got to repeat that vision over and over again, especially when it's tested as numbers decrease or increase. When those tensions are come into play. So, yeah, I would say changing a program is a good thing. That's I like change. I like reinventing. I like finding. Okay, but your two years, let me play devil's advocate. Please. Your two years of discipleship, oh, yeah. kids coming with the expectation that this is a Bible study. I meet with my Christian friends, small group, connection. And now all of a sudden we've switched to September and now it's all about. Outreach. Right. Fun bring games, friends, bring a friend. For two years. Jesus message. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. No, I get it. So you've got kind of those, some of those, what I would call coddled insiders. Right. That are 
Yeah. What would it look like if you even did a, a message series on what the church should be? And when, what if you apologized and said, you know what? I realized over the last two years, we've done a couple of things really well. And we've also, I need, I need to apologize because we have made walls around this church. And instead of being in a place where people can come and join and be a part of our fellowship and learn and grow, I have, we've alienated them. So it'd be interesting to lead with a, Hey, I think I can lead you better. And here's what God's showing me. And here's the direction where we're going. So let's get behind it. Cause I think without that, they're going to be like, well, we love what we used to do and we don't do that anymore. And yeah. it, that will be ugly. So that would be a way of moving into a time but of don't transition. You think, I mean, this has a little bit of the feel and I like Joel. Joel's a DYM. He's a friend. Yeah. He's a friend. <laughs> and we, He's a friend. And we have a friend in him. But, you know, he, I see his tweets and he supports us in the whole bit. Absolutely. I, part of this feels a little bit like a pendulum swing. Like, right, okay, right. we're good at discipleship now, but we're bad at outreach. And we're going to do outreach for two years. Then we're going to be back to discipleship. Yeah, and, schizophrenic. And yeah, how do you, I mean, yeah. Part of me goes, what What if you, what if you go, hey, this is who I am. I mean, I'm looking at Drew, who's, we're going out to lunch after this. Yeah. Drew's a discipler. Yeah. Right, Drew? I mean, that's who you are, your DNA. You've got a master's in spiritual leadership or whatever it's called. Uh, what, yeah. Yeah. But Some, you're, you're not going to be, you're not that rah-rah guy that every week is like evangelism. Hype machine. Now, doesn't yeah. mean he can't have that in his ministry and doesn't mean his ministry won't represent that. But at his core, as a leader, yeah. he's a he's a discipler. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying if Joel's in that situation, what if you went three weeks and, you know, it's first Wednesday. I like and the it. first Wednesday is the evangelism. Yeah. That's the entry level point. point. Yeah. A whole bit. And, hey, for those of you visiting with us, we uh, meet every Wednesday night. Not every Wednesday night is like this. This first Wednesday is like this. and um, But next week, it's a little bit a little bit smaller, whatever. You paint yeah. a picture of what it is. Yeah. And some and kids are going to be drawn sure. to that. But you're also spending three weeks coaching, challenging your main kids to yeah. to bring their friends on a I like it a lot. Anyway, it's just I like it a lot. I, I am a little nervous about the two years and then switch back to two yeah, years. Yeah, that's years. not my yeah. favorite either. Yeah, yeah. I I always um this this might be way off base, but I'm going to go there anyway. I think <laughs> I think uh, the big bottom line question in all youth ministry has got to be like whether you are a disciple. I mean, I, I relate to that too. I think that's more in my wheelhouse. Obviously, Josh, you and I have talked a ton of times. You, evangelism is in your wheelhouse. 100%. So it's like, it's such a beautiful thing that the body of Christ has all these. So yes, I, I like what that said. I would say, though, you have to to always ask yourself that question as a minister. Like, I just want kids to love Jesus. And whether that looks like discipleship, That's whether cool. that looks like evangelism. How can having I that best be do that? Always in front of your eyes. Like, so be, just because I'm a disciple, I want to see people come into the kingdom. Yep. I want to see people get saved. I want to see friends, uh, the people in the youth group reach out to their friends that don't know Christ. And so how do I do that? And so um, just equipping people and having that part of your ministry, I think you can try to reach a little of both worlds, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I like a good word there. Know who you are too. Know yeah. who, who in your style and what you're called to. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, let's end with this in the new season of Shorter oh, Podcast. Well. Maybe that's why our our uh, that's why questions Kate... are growing. Oh, Maybe yeah, that's why... Be. Shorter show. Shorter show. Yeah. I like it. Um, we don't know if that's true, but. Or maybe there's just millions of more, more people listening. That yeah, there you be. go. This is from Zane Kayer. K-A-E-H-R. Yeah. He used to be a part of One Direction. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this cool is the guy that you tweeted recently. 
<laughs> the, the, yesterday you tweeted him or replied to him where I think this oh, is I like the guy Zane. that said he looks like a worship leader. He has like an Amish hat on, and yeah, he's like but a I think trendy dude. Said this is like um, I feel like I'm with family. He feels like he's sitting right here. Which Zane, if you were here, you could be having tacos with us. Yeah, yes. more than me. So pause right now. Run out to Taco Bell. These yeah, are way we almost down Bell. forty tacos. No, no, there's still no, twenty there, and there. there's like two. There. These are all. I'm open. not done. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are all. Yeah, I just don't looking worry. at Josh's tray and going, <laughs> wow. Uh, we're going to next, next week's show is going to be on fat shaming and that's bullying. Right. <laughs> how, is, how is that fat shaming? That's just saying, I'm looking at wow. that tray going, it's empty. I gave a few you to guys, him, a few to her, and I had guys. 12. What's your big deal? <laughs> we both need counseling because you jumped to that way too quick. Yeah. Here's what Zane says. Uh, quick question. <laughs> How would you present buying DYM membership for the youth group to your senior pastor when he's the type of guy who would respond by saying, why do we need to waste our money on that when we hired you to come up with lessons and games, etc.? Keep uh, up the great work. Love the podcast. When I listen, I feel like I'm sitting with friends. I, I would ask and the, you are. I would <laughs> ask the senior pastor a very simple question. Why wouldn't we get the DYM membership? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say, how did you become the senior pastor? <laughs> It, it's actually uh, like it's like having an intern. It is. I would lead with, hey, I'm spending a ton of my time doing X, Y, and Z. This company for so cheap does X, Y, and Z for me. Let me do the other things that I'm I'm really good at. I want to hang out with the students. Yes. Let these people do it Pour for me. People. It's so cheap. Let's kill it. Yeah. Yes. I, I, Don't I, you want me doing that, senior pastor? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I I will admit though, it's not a in many churches or even people that are paying for any purchase, especially a couple hundred bucks, is a big big deal. So I think making a case to your senior leadership is a great idea. Yeah, and I think presenting it well, yeah, good for you for 20, asking that 20 question. Twenty bucks a month. Yeah, I get. Here's what I get for twenty bucks a month. Exactly. Everything we need for our youth ministry. It's like having an intern. In fact, I might be able to actually start an intern program if I can use this. I think I think it's good good sell. All right. Well, there you go. That's this great. is uh, episode. 309 in the JD the, Miller episode. The JD Miller episode and the really the Where's Katie episode. Where where is no, Katie? She still hasn't even texted me back. I hope she's all right. I hope Are you she's sure okay. she knows about this? I mean She yes. might be in an important conversation. You know? I am a doer. She knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well played. I'm gonna have twelve more tacos. See you next show. Yeah. Okay. Bye everybody. Yeah. Love yeah. you. Do you want a couple of these? No, I'm gonna die. This Download Youth Ministry podcast is brought to you by Generate Camp by YM360. Join us this summer as together we explore how the gospel transforms, revolutionizes, and fundamentally changes everything. Check out our week in Durango, Colorado, July 31st through August 4th with DYM's very own Josh Griffin by heading over to Generatestudents.com today. This DYM podcast was brought to you by the Orange Conference, reminding you that what you and your team do every week matters. To grow and connect as a team, join us at this year's Orange Conference. Register or learn more at theorangeconference.com.